You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Ian, look at this. What, well, it's a police box. What on earth are you doing here? I mean, these things are usually on the street. I feel it. I feel it, you feel it. It's vibration. It's alive. Earth Station Who, a fun mashup celebrating nearly 50 years of the Doctor Who universe. Hold tight. You never know where the TARDIS is going next. Blossom, yes, Blossom. That's the only sad thing. I want to know what happens next. Right, then. Doctor whoever I'm about to be. Tag. You're it. Hey there, listeners, and welcome to another episode of the Earth Station Who podcast. That's right, folks, we are back, and we've got a great one for you. We are going back to Big Finish, and we are doing Volume 7 of The Diary of River Song. So we got our favorite music back, folks. That's right. Dun, oh, my dun, God. Dun, dun. It is it was, not any better. Nope, it hasn't aged with time, <laughs> you know, not at all. It started not out bad, and this it's is, this is bad. the This is the seventh time, and yeah, it's not, I'm, yeah, I'm not used to it yet. And we've gotten, we had four stories of it this time, folks, so it's going to be. there's been four every time. Um, But yeah, but some of the big finish stuff is some of them only do three, like when we did Pod and Astro Gang and stuff like that. So it's always nice with River that we get more stories with her. And but a, we have to pay the price of listening to the, the, the yeah, theme more. We do. That, that's our sacrifice. <laughs> There's good news and bad news. We get more river, but more theme songs. You want an extra story? Ooh, <laughs> then uh, you're going to pay. Exactly. And so, you know what? It's going to be fun to talk with you guys about it. And, you know, thank you everyone who joined with us for the live show. It was a ton of fun. And we got some great feedback. We got some you know, great comments from the, you know, live audience and such. It's always, it's always nice to do and nice to see. And we'll be doing more live shows over the next couple months. And we always, you know, like being with you guys and, you know, and so it's going to be a ton of fun, but, you know, of course, let's see how Mike and Mary are doing. Hey guys, how are you tonight? Hello. Howdy. You guys ready to talk some river tonight? Absolutely. Oh yeah. We yep. love River, or at least I do. do. Oh, <laughs> so do I. So do I. It's all it's always fun and Alex does such a great job. 
And, you know, it's, it's interesting because, you know, we're still far behind on all of them. I think they're, they have 11 of them now. So. Yeah. 11. Can you imagine? It's like, I, I was thinking about that too. And it's like, she's recorded just for the diaries alone. She's recorded 44 stories. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, and you add the other things that she's done as well with Big Finish. She's probably done about 50 stories. Oh, yeah. That's huge. Like, that's yeah. a lot. Like, that's like, that is a that's, lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if, uh, I would imagine some of the, uh, actors that have played doctors that are doing Big Finish have probably surpassed that. But for a quote unquote secondary character, um, or spinoff show, I think that's got to be some sort of record. Oh, I would think so. I definitely think so. Especially her being, you know, like you said, a secondary character. She's not the doctor. And so, you know, and and you've seen her now almost with all the doctors, which is pretty darn awesome. And and, and the thing the thing that's even more remarkable to me is Alex Kingston is not like someone who's just sitting at home waiting, you know, with retired or whatever. Um, she's and she's actively doing movies, TV. Uh, I think she pops on stage occasionally too. And and so she's really busy and yet they're able to squeeze. I don't know when the first one is, I'd have to go back and look, but I mean, in this, in this, it seems like a relatively short amount of time. They've recorded a lot of content. Oh yeah. Very much so. Very, very much so. And you know, it's, it's nice to be able to see how much she cares for the character too. And yeah. Yeah. This is, this one that we're reviewing. Reviewing is was done right before the pandemic, so we haven't even gotten to like post pandemic. Uh, you know, Alex Kingston's just sitting around going, "Please give me something to do." Recordings. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very very true. So it's pretty awesome, and you know, we definitely would love to hear from you guys at home. Feedback at earthstationwho.com. You know, as always, please tell your friends and neighbors. You know, we're up with all the other big podcasts or station who is right there with them so please check it out we definitely would appreciate it as we always like to say also of course if you get a chance check out our t public store we got some amazing doctor who (laughs) t-shirts and such it's really awesome to be able to if this is only a video podcast you'd be able to see i'm wearing the brand new earth station who logo t-shirt tonight and you know what public is an amazing place and you could just go right to the top of the earth station who webpage and there's a link right there to our t public store and you can get some doctor who stuff up there you can get some other eso network stuff and you know what there's millions of t-shirts up there thousands and thousands and thousands of designs it's pretty awesome you know what even t public now is offering clothing for your pets that's right your dog can help you know, be wearing the Earth Station Who t-shirt on its back. It's pretty awesome. So, you know, you definitely could check that out. And they have pet bowls. They have all these really cool stuff up there. And you know what? Tea Public is definitely a great way to go for it. So it's pretty awesome with that. So definitely thank you for being here tonight. We have a little bit of Doctor Who news. Mr. Mike, what do we got going on in Doctor Who news right now? Well, I mean, just looking around, I mean, of course, there's not anything, you know, uh, like um, specifically announced. But, of course, uh, Russell T. did carrying over our discussion from the the live recording. um, I mean, Russell T. made it clear and official that uh, that Doctor Who is entering its next stage, which means that 
there's going to be spinoffs. Um, no information on what that looks like, what they could be, what kind of spinoffs. But he's, I mean, I think we already, I mean, we all knew that he was in favor of spinoffs and it just made more sense uh, now that he's with a streaming platform that can support that kind of thing. So, but again, nothing specific. But um, but uh, speaking of uh, sort of big finish spinoffs, uh, one of our favorite spinoffs is actually going to, we're going to see more of, and that is the Paternoster game. Yay. Um, yeah, they are. We, um, we, we reviewed, uh, listened and reviewed and, and enjoyed quite a lot their first, uh, outing, which was called, I think, subtitled Heritage. Correct. Um, and this one, uh, this new one is, uh, labeled, um, Trespassers. And the first volume of that, which I do believe will be four stories, um, well, is supposed to hit, uh, be online on October of this year. Um, and it's supposed to be a total of 12 interlinked, uh, adventures. Nice. It will, it will be, um, the three, uh, Madame Vastra played by Nev McIntosh, um, Jenny, Catherine Stewart and, uh, Stax, Dan Starkey. Awesome. So, um, uh, so, yeah, I think um I think, you know, if I'm not mistaken, I think we praised this series higher than almost anything else we've we've reviewed from Big Finish. And so um yeah, I can't wait to see what they've got cooked up for this this gang. And and you know, the theme song's pretty cool too. <laughs> it, it doesn't it's blast your ears comparison. out. It definitely doesn't. <laughs> yeah, the music for Pat and Oscar Gang is way better. Oh, very much. Yeah. It's more whimsical, which is really awesome. And I'm looking forward to that because the chemistry between the three of them has always been great. From the very first time we saw them on screen to the very first big finish adventure, it's just been awesome all the way through. Right. And it really comes across in audio. They do not lose anything by going yep. from video to audio. They are just as much fun. And they save on makeup doing it on Big Finish. So it's pretty <laughs> yeah, awesome. I'm sure Neve McIntosh is actually quite happy about that. Oh, I'm sure. She doesn't have to get up at four in the morning to go sit in the, <laughs> in the chair to get, you know, lizardized. So it's pretty exactly. cool. So um, it's awesome. Another series, uh, which uh, we, we reviewed, I think, the first one of this uh, that came out. But uh, I, this, I didn't realize that they had done a second one. But... Um, in order to um, celebrate International Women's Day in March, the 8th of March, of course, they uh, a few years ago, they released the 8th of March, uh, Volume 1, and that featured a lot of um, female Doctor Who uh, characters. Um, and then they did the same thing. Uh, they did uh, uh, 8th of March 2 with Protectors of Time. That one had uh, Lala Ward and Georgia Tennant involved, among many others. Uh, I believe Michelle Gomez was part of that as well. And next month we can, uh, we can look to see on big finish another, uh, the 8th of March three, which is called strange chemistry. This one's going to have Louise Jameson, uh, playing Leela and, uh, Michelle Gomez playing Missy. And, uh, the, uh, Louise Jameson one is four parts. It's a story that, uh, I believe has her encountering Marie Curie. Or Marie, no. Marie, yeah, Marie Curie, yeah, yeah, Marie. Yes. So, um, so that's going to be a historical, and then, uh, yeah, we've got uh, uh, a, a one-parter with Missy, with um, I believe it involves a young Amelia Pond as well. 
I don't know nice. if she's um I don't know if she's reprising her role um either. Well, I know it's not Karen. No, it's Caitlin I, Blackwood. Oh, she is. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That, so that's, that's the cool. one she's appearing in. Awesome. So that's that's some pretty cool stuff right there. Um mm-hmm. I uh I you know, I I I know we appreciated the 8th of March. I mean, we got a little bit of Pat and Astro Gang uh with the first volume in 8th of March. And uh, I haven't listened to the second one, so I have no idea what the quality is on that one, but I would imagine it's pretty high as well. And this one sounds, I mean, it's got two of my favorite uh, Doctor Who actresses in it, <laughs> Louise Jameson and uh, Michelle Gomez. So, I mean, I don't think that, you know, right there, that that's a win for me. Yeah, wouldn't that have been amazing to see on the screen, Leela and Missy <laughs> together? Oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. But, yeah, we're lucky to get it on Big Finish. Yeah, I know you we know, talked about, I still haven't listened to the first Missy, because they've only done, I think, one Missy volume, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and uh, I have not listened to that. Well, we might have to add it to our list. So it gives you a reason to purchase it. So there yeah. you go. We've I think it'd be kind of cool. Plenty of slots to fill. We so <laughs> sure do it. We really, really do. And I know they also announced that they're releasing the third season of John Pertwee on oh on on blu-ray yeah yeah finally yeah but yep and so looking at that looks like it's going to be you know stories of day of the daleks the curse of paladon uh the sea devils the mutants and the time monster all great stories and roger delgado is the master which is awesome (laughs) i love roger delgado yep so they released the the artwork for it, what the boxes and the discs are going to look like, it's going to be released in the UK and the US on March 20th of this year. So definitely yeah, look My understanding it. is the date is just a placeholder, so I wouldn't hold it fast to that, but uh, yeah. You never do. You never do. I've had, <laughs> yeah, I know. I've, had, I've had the Blu-ray of the first Doctor ordered since, you know, probably the middle of summer since they announced it, and they keep on pushing it back and pushing it back. And yeah, I think know. the date with uh, the William Hartnell season two right now, Blu-ray is uh, March 28th right now, but they're not going to release those two that close together either. I doubt it. Probably not. So, so to be determined folks, as we always like to say here on the station, <laughs> yeah. which is really cool. All right, folks. Yeah. Um, you, Oh, I do have a little bit of other announcement. Um, the three of us are actually going to be at Pensacon. That's Woo! right, folks. We are going to be going down to Pensacola, Florida. That's right. The three amigos of Earth Station Who. That doesn't sound right. No. Three <laughs> amigos of Earth. No. No, that didn't work. But it's we are going to be down in Pens- at Pensacon from February 24th through the 26th. And we are able to tell you now and their schedules just like Dragon Con. It's all fluid until you're actually standing on the stage. But right now we are scheduled to be doing an Earth Station Who panel on the 25th of February. So, you know, we'll get, once we have more information and things are more nailed down, we'll give you exact times. We will give you locations and, you know, you'll be able to meet us and, you know, hang out with us maybe a little bit afterwards if you're there. So it's pretty cool. 
and we're going to have some other friends of the show, you know, there at the at the con. So it'll be nice to see everybody, and you know, we could all harass Mark Maddox, which is even better. So it's a it's a good thing. <laughs> I'm sure it's he'll a good thing. appreciate it. Oh, of course he does. You know, he's an award winning artist. You know, <laughs> he could handle us. So it's awesome. So definitely check it out, pensacon dot com, and you definitely you know it's going to be a great show. And if you're a Doctor Who fan, right now they have. Every living doctor from the classic series, except for Tom, is going to be there. So, which is pretty awesome. And they have companions from each of the doctors also with them, which is nice. And from the new series, they're going to have Chris Eccleston is going to be there. And so, of course, the lovely Donna Noble is going to be there, too. So maybe maybe we can get some 60th anniversary stuff from her oh, yeah, yeah, yeah right. right yeah yeah i know like she she doesn't have to keep secrets all the don't, time don't ask her about it because it killed kill her don't don't, yeah, don't that, yeah. it'll make her head explode exactly exactly. <laughs> exactly you know sorry miss tate can i ask you a question please about doctor who what doctor <laughs> and then it'll just be right there on stage oh, make just headlines. like scanners of course of course of course I know Barrowman's going to be there and, you know, there's going to be a, there's going to be a very good contingency of folks also who have guested on Dr. Who and everything. And also if you're a fan of any of Kevin Smith's clerks movies, a lot of folks are going to be there too. So Pensacon has a ton of guests. I'm impressed. I am very, very impressed with it. It's pretty amazing. So definitely check it out. Pensacon.com. And, you know, we will be there too. Pretty awesome. All right, let's dive in now. You ready to talk about River Song Volume 7? And, you know, this one came out in, like we said, it was released in 2020. And it was a very interesting series of stories and it was mostly because they weren't dealing at all with any of doctor who you know or the doctor it was mostly river as an investigator in these stories which was really awesome to see and you know you had her as melanie malone and it was some really interesting you know different eras different each story was slightly different and different you know genres of mysteries too because you had some of noir you had some you know you did get the weeping angels at the in the final story but the others were all original characters and everything which is kind of neat to see what did you guys think yeah they uh listening to the behind the scenes stuff that was a uh active on their part to try to bring river down to earth and 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 get to the Melody Malone, even though she's not Melody in three of the out of the four stories, she doesn't go by that anyway. Um, she's still, um, you know, she's still the investigator. There are mysteries happening around her, um, and there are uh, uh, folks around her like dying, like on every on every story. Uh, um, I think almost every single story, like the secondary person that she's with dies, which is sort of really weird. Uh, yes, we're going into spoilers here, but, um, I don't know. I, I, I appreciate the effort. I think some of them rang a little better to me than others. Um, and, uh, the last one, 
uh, Carnival of Angels is probably one of the worst one I've, I've ever heard. Yeah, I could understand that. Wow. I had the, I had the opposite reaction. I really like this one. I, 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 I mean, I not, actually, not, I'm not saying Carnival of Angels was my favorite, but I liked it overall. I, I did like, I like, I liked a lot of them. I liked, uh, I didn't, I don't know if I loved them, but I liked them a lot. I liked the, the first two for sure. Um, and the, uh, I like parts of the barrister to the stars and then carnival of angels. I was like, maybe it's because I'm, I'm more like, like noir is really my thing. And I'm really a big fan of the Melody Malone stuff, but I just, I couldn't get over, I'll tell you what, I couldn't get over, um, the, uh, the accent by, uh, the guy, like just the American yeah, accents that they were right. trying to do. And I, I was like, this is horrible. You guys, come on. This is, yeah. this is, I can't take it seriously with this guy <laughs> doing this accent. Now, I don't know if I was Scandinavian, if I was listening to the first one, if I would be insulted, <laughs> but yeah. I, I, it yeah. seemed to me that they were doing a little bit better job with that accent, but maybe it's because I'm not Scandinavian. But I certainly felt like in the last one, uh, you know, that voiceover and everything was just terrible. Well, he would. Yeah, I think well, he he yeah. was really over the top. He was yeah. and, so and trying just... to do like a, like a Humphrey Bogart type character. Right. Yeah, but the thing about it is that Humphrey Bogart didn't do a voice. He just spoke like Humphrey Bogart. They just need to get a person to speak normally rather than put on this stupid American New York accent. But, but that's also, the thing. I, also, he's speaking to you from the dead without even really explaining how he's able to do that, which I found well, extreme, extremely annoying. That's a, that's a noir started. thing, too. That's a that's a noir thing, too. I mean, Sunset Boulevard does that. Um, there's I know other... a lot of movies do that. That doesn't mean I have to like it. No, 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 no. I didn't. I, I'm just saying I didn't, that didn't bother me. But I mean, it did sort of. But wasn't it weird how like. Like in the first story, she's teaming up with Carl. Carl dies. In the second story, she's kind of got a a thing going with the uh, like rapport going with the um, uh, doctor uh, that's trying to take care of the patients or whatever, and she yeah, dies. Yeah. Um, and then in the Carnival of Angels, of course, the guy who's narrating it dies. Like, like it seems like all of them, like all these people, are like dying around her and. I don't know. I just felt like that. I guess they wanted to raise the stakes, make make sure that people were, but it just felt like the Colony Strangers, when we find out that Carl's dead, there's no real like emotion with that. And that doesn't really mean a lot. And then with Abby of Heretics, when, when, when that one woman gets it, I mean, River doesn't seem to take any sort of responsibility for it whatsoever, which I but thought was she weird. She never, she never does in most of her stories when somebody. True. True. Everything. And it's it's interesting, too, because I agree with you. She didn't show any sympathy for anyone passing away. Anyone, you know, oh, no, so that, that person died, you know, or they got hit <laughs> no, by the angel. I mean, but... it's very similar to the doctor. Yeah. Oh, very I mean, much so. The doctor so. is the same way. You don't sure. see. Well, exactly. And that's the interesting thing with it. Um, it's but like with the colony of strangers, it was interesting because they were just being replaced by the like it was in the invasion of the body snatchers type thing yeah like pod going people on. or whatever oh, pod yeah, people. it was very invasion of the body snatchers and they were just being replaced you know they don't age they just get replaced and their old bodies are literally smashed apart by the you know the their follow-up and everything 
and and it was interesting how you know river being there actually broke the cycle for them and made them you know start and that's what happened with the mayor that you know she was like hey you know you're giving us the opportunity now that there's more out there than just this little village that we're in you know and it felt like some of those scandinavian you know mysteries that are on pbs sometimes like with canon bravo or something you know yeah. and it's Scandi- skin and noir i think they call Scandi- it noir, yeah, yeah. scandy noir scandy yeah. noir <laughs> yeah i mean or and, something like that and it's in- yeah. but it was interesting and you know like you know the sheriff had never solved a crime because there is no crime in this town because right it's just all the same people in the town there's they don't have any impulses or anything to do anything out of the ordinary and that was just that's what was interesting about it and See, I, I like this one because it did mm-hmm. really feel like one of those those scandinavian noir type of like mixed with the things. with the mixed invasion of body snatchers like it's right. like mixed a, a mashup I mean, which is actually very <laughs> doctor who to mash up yeah. something like that Oh, Absolutely. exactly. And that's what was awesome. I mean, I loved that the sheriff was trying to come on to River, too. Can I kiss you? <laughs> it was like, Can I kiss? Yeah, um, and the way he did no. it was like in the flattest way possible. Like, River, may I kiss zero you? Zero chemistry yeah. here, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm married. Thank you. Not I, I did find, you know, true to form, I did find that Alex, you know, whoever she was working with, whether it was uh, Carl the guy actor who did Carl in Calling Strangers or um, the barrister to the stars. She's, you know, she's got chemistry with everybody. Like I don't like, and in a lot of ways, Alex is sort of like river in the sense that she's got sort of this chemistry with whoever she works with. Mm -hmm. Oh, very much so. She's very easy to work with. It sounds like, and she blends in very well with the different cast members. Yeah. She's just a very generous actor. I think. Mm-hmm. And so they they really respond to her and that, you know, that's part of the fun. Mm-hmm. And her character is so like, you know, out there sometimes. It's just like, you know, oh yes, you know, and just like my, her sonic trowel was special magnifying glass. And it was just like... Yeah. Well, I actually, I know we haven't got to the second story yet, but I just, about the trowel I love in the second story where she brings that up and the nun goes, oh, great, finally, we really need somebody to weed the herb garden. I know, I love it. I'm like, I can't picture River Song weeding a garden. <laughs> no. No, no, no. You will no, notice no. it never comes to that. <laughs> no. I was heartbreak broken in that story. They burnt the library with all those classics. Oh yeah, that actually was the saddest part of the whole the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and it and it was interesting too. And none of these stories tied together. These were each one was an individual story. It wasn't like it was interlocking or anything. Right, right. Yeah, they were right, just standalone well, stories that were down yeah. to earth, uh, so to speak. And uh, and and not contingent on like as you said, Mike, other Doctor Who characters or anything like that. Carnival of Angels. That's when it kind of like derailed for me because in addition to uh, the guy's accent, I just I, I couldn't get behind what the angels were doing, and I just I don't know. At that point, it just didn't make any sense to me what was going on with that one. 
Um, maybe I just tuned out because unfortunately sometimes with audios, <laughs> I, I just, uh, I tune out. It's, e it's easier to tune out. Um, uh, like when I listened to the first one, uh, within 10 minutes, I was asleep and that wasn't any sort of, um, mark on the, on the episode. Um, but it was just like, you know, you just have this input in your, in your ear. Um, and it's just sort of like, it's sort of like a lullaby <laughs> sung by <laughs> Alec Kingston. But is it, but yeah, the angels, <laughs> it, it didn't make sense with the angels and the carnival of freaks. And, you know, the whole thing with that was just kind of ridiculous. And then the ride to heaven and hell, it was just like, well, okay. it was just very, I mean, this to me was the weakest story also. It, yeah, it, it was very contrived. And um, I mean, I think the conceit was that the, for whatever reason, I can't remember why the angel was trapped there. And so it needed the help of what's her name <laughs> um, to, uh, to bring it food basically. And so they had come up with this carnival idea to hide hide the fact that they're feeding at these people but well, but it was so contrived i mean there was just an easier way to do that you well know? exactly and the other thing with it though it was interesting at the very end of that story how you know river let her partner or whatever her assistant take the shuttle with carl and you know to get off planet and she was going to stay behind to watch the angels. Does that lead then into, you know, the angels take Manhattan, you know, with. They said that uh, they said in the behind the scenes stuff, they said that this was a prequel to two angels take Manhattan. That's yeah, what they I did thought. Say it was connected. Yeah. yeah. Cause it, it sounded yeah. like that's what they were going into. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get any connection there. And I, I was, I actually, and this is my bad because my memory and everything, but I had I did not remember Luke at all from a previous adventure. Oh, I did. Oh yeah, I, I did too. His voice right away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't recognize him at I all. I think so. he was like two seasons ago. It wasn't in the last one. Yeah, it wasn't the last one. I think it was the ones with the master. I think he was in part of. Hmm. Okay. To be honest with you, I mean, we've done seven of these now. And that's, I mean, that's a lot of uh, episodes and I get, um, yeah, my memory is, I haven't re-listened to any of them. So my, my memory on them is, is kind of weak at times. There's certain ones I remember and, I, you know, it's, it's weird because I've heard Alex over and over again. And actually I've even, you know, the two times I got the chance to talk to her in person, you know, she said it both times that she, she loves doing these because she thinks the writing is so strong and I gotta say, I'm like, I don't know if we're reading the same material, Alex, or <laughs> like, I just like, cause they're okay, but it always seems like kind of just like, I just, maybe I'm hoping for better. I don't know. I find them very uneven. Like I actually, yes. overall, I really enjoyed this box set, but there's always at least one, like <laughs> in this one, it's Carnival of Angels, obviously, that mm -hmm. just uh, really is not great. Um, yeah. but it's like that, like the quality of the pet pattern Ostergang ones, I feel like is much higher. Oh, very much these. so. With, with yes. nothing, nothing against Alex Kingston. Who no, is no, doing, no, it's who nothing to do with it. No, no, in, no, no, in no. everything. She, she is not the problem. <laughs> no, no, not at all. 
But we've said in Pat when we've done past reviews of the Diary of River Songs that you know, and even when Julie was with us doing it, um, she, you know, we even said that a lot of the River Songs tales are very uneven, and there's not. It's like almost like a very hilly road sometimes when we're listening to these. And it's a you know, yeah, and I it would it would I'm be nice mistaken, to have more I think consistency. The last one was- I thought maybe the last one was, did we hate, did we not hate it, but wasn't it terrible? We didn't like it because it was the one where she was uh, going into a lot of like the first three doctors adventures. Oh, right. Right. And And then it wasn't great. And they had that. Yeah. I I actually think the ones without the doctors are often better. Yes. Yes. Than the ones with the doctors because they tend to just shoehorn the doctor in for no reason. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she mentions him a few times here, but it's not anything that's like, well, in one of them, she says that he sent her there, right? Like, so yeah. I think that's Colony of Strangers, I think. Right. Yes, um, it was. But, uh, um, but, you know, and that's cool. I don't mind that kind of mention. But when they're so, he- like, the previous set was so dependent on Doctor Who stories. And I think the weight of that just, just, the 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 volume just couldn't hold up to that where i'm glad they went in the complete reverse direction in this one mm-hmm. um and uh and so i i know i like the you know i liked uh the i think the avity of a heretics was my favorite really um okay. yeah i think so um i like the historical i like the time period takes place i uh <laughs> um the uh um, I liked sort of the the fact that she was after the book and 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 it had to do with like books and knowledge and everything and um I kind of liked how that one played out um I mean, I didn't like the fact that i mean when when uh the one uh nun died i didn't i I was like really taken aback by how dismissive uh river was in fact blaming the other woman when it was a case where like she was supposed to protect her and she's like i'll make sure nothing happens to you and something, and something is happening to her, her right yeah. there in front of her and she can't do anything to stop yeah. it i mean and, that that also that is that is very that, that happens to the doctor all the time the doctor yep. is constantly promising i'll save you and, and then you die yeah well i mean it happens in a lot of these i mean i'm i'm a you know i love the agatha christie stories too and every you know people go up to uh pro and they're like and you know i've got threats on my life can you protect me he's like okay i'll, I'll you know I, he's hired to protect him and the next night he's dead like so <laughs> yeah, so he has to investigate right. the murder as a you know instead of he's not a very good protector no. he's a really damn good investigator he's, right he's not much of a bodyguard <laughs> and and in carnival of angels you know the guy comes to him her and like hires wants to hire her because he like he saw his own death he wants to avoid that and when that plays out, she's like, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. I figured that was going to play out that way. And I'm like, wow, that is, that is cold. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that the river song can, can be pretty cold at times. Well, I almost, I, also... I almost expected the barrister to get killed and, you know, and it's in typical, you know, if, if he's the only, he should be, he can, should consider himself lucky because he's the only quote unquote companion that she has in these that doesn't get killed. No, the oh, no, Luke, um, Luke doesn't Luke, get killed. Luke doesn't get no, killed. No, but I mean, either. but the but the client does. Yeah, but the client's not a companion. But yeah, no, no, no. no but I mean, I mean, well, he's with her more than Luke is in the in the story. 
I still want to call him a companion. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, Luke's kind of there, but, um, you know, she's working with him to solve the mystery. I mean, well, uh, it, all, it also rang false that he, he dies because he, he runs away. Mm-hmm. And it, it didn't make any sense within the he, story for him to run away. Yeah, like, he ran away from River, who was supposed to be there to protect him. And then, you know, he runs into the angel. And it's like, and the angel's stalking him then. And, you know, and then it didn't make sense that, you know, out of nowhere, when he got sent back, a crowd of thugs was there, you know, and they all attacked him. And that was, yeah, just, that was, that was weird. That was, yeah, that was random. Um, yeah, they just happened to be there when he appeared. Mm-hmm, exactly. They just randomly beat him up and kill him. Yep, exactly. For no reason, and they didn't. You know, it's like it that yeah, it that was, was more that was more weak than almost anything else in that story. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, the whole the whole thing was just. I mean, not the whole thing was just so contrived. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like uh, you know they kept trying to think up reasons for something to happen, and they were always stupid reasons you know that didn't fit within the story but yeah, I, mean, I mean the premise was flimsy in the first place exactly exactly i mean i like the the initial idea that a guy sees his own death and goes to river and you know um but then the rest of it from there just just doesn't doesn't add up to anything um and i kind of felt barrister to the stars I thought the mystery element was pretty weak, but I did like the chemistry between the two of them and the courtroom procedural that was going on. I did like the way that was playing out, but the whole like reason for, you know, the guy's death and murder, like all that stuff was, I thought it was just kind of flimsy as well. Mm-hmm. Really, like, oh, because he liked poetry. He, he read I mean, poetry, so they killed him, you know. Yeah, I'm not saying it yeah. wasn't silly, but it was very it's very silly in a very Doctor Who way. Of course. And, you know, the guy playing the barrister was actually pretty funny. No, I liked the chemistry that they had together. I mean, yeah. they were fine. They were great together. Um, and they, you know, they could have been reading the phone book and I would have enjoyed it. But um, <laughs> it probably would have had a better plot than this one. But... <laughs> But they, I mean, they had, they had good chemistry and that's what held that together. I was almost of the idea, even that if the barrister had been played by somebody, even like, I'd hate to, you know, rag on the actor that played him, but, um, but if it had been somebody more substantial as far as uh, actor wise or whatever, I think it could have been really special. Um, But uh, as it was, it, it was, it was good, but I don't know if I'd put it way up there. You wouldn't put it in the great category. I don't think there were any of these stories that were great for me. I enjoyed them. They were all entertaining. Some were weaker, like the angel story was just like, that's how they ended it. Okay. You know. Yeah, I'm actually surprised they put that one at the end. Yep. <laughs> because it's the weakest story. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess they felt that that was the actual Melody Malone story and it had the angels. So, I mean, yeah, that well, was like uh, the bigger story. That was the draw for some people. I assume they put it there because it's it's the prequel to Angels Take Manhattan, but it just doesn't stand on its own. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, they do have angels on the cover. (laughs) So, so, I mean, that's the selling point, right? Hey, the angels are in this. uh... Yeah, and they have her dressed as Melanie Malone, too, on the cover. Right, right. She is, yeah. So they take it from the last one for sure. So that's the selling point, yeah. Exactly. And so, yeah, overall... You know, I probably would rate this 
probably a solid three out of five. Yeah, for me, it was fun to listen to. It wasn't a chore to listen to, but there were just some that were just like eye rolls and there were others that were like, okay, this is good. I like this. It's, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. I mean, I love Alex Kingston as everybody knows, and I, I love the character of River Song. I'm a big fan of the character as well. And the fact that she's done, you know, over 50 of these on big finish and four in the and 44 of them have been diary, entries of this series i mean we were, we're not i mean we're a little over halfway there so we haven't reviewed all of them but when i look at him i'm like man if this was a series i mean i would be really just overall like disappointed because the episodes are are kind of like not as i don't think they really live up to the potential of the character agreed no i can't disagree yeah, with you on that i mean i i agree with you there and I've got, and it's sometimes it's just irritating because they'll they'll almost take a dig or not almost they take a dig at her and her relationship with the doctor. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like really putting it in your face that well, she cares so much more for them than the doctor cares for her. And I'm like, that doesn't even make sense for for River's character because I, you know, R- River's just not somebody who would you know, sit back and let somebody else walk all over her. So no, I, I find it all. hard to believe. And I, and I think it's established and canon, you know, in in uh, the last episode we got with her and Capaldi. That's that Stephen Moffat wrote. Yeah, with her and yeah. Capaldi that, you know, there's definitely something real there. You know, oh, you very can, much so. You can decide what that is for yourself, but, you know, I don't see her as something lesser. Or is that oh even? no, I, not at all. Not I, at all. I think the first time she's introduced you know, with the with tenant, you feel like there's something there. That's a lot. You don't know what it is, but it's there, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, like you know, the actual wedding and the, where she's on the most is with Matt, and I don't know for whatever reason that that relationship doesn't seem as strong as the other two. Really? I don't know. I don't know why that is, but I, like when they, I don't. I see them as a couple because they, they show them as a couple over and over again, but I, I don't feel it as strongly as I do with Peter and David. Really? Well, that almost makes sense. (laughs) That almost makes sense in a way because, you know, because Matt could be her son. No, just kidding. Well, no, it's because Matt's, Matt's the, you know, kind of the, the beginning of the relationship david's not really the beginning of the relationship because it's no. not for her no right. david's, oh, that's david true. You know. david's the end of the relationship yeah really exactly that's a good way to put it I, I hadn't thought of that but that's a good way to put it as well plus matt's doctor more than the others is more asexual if you will like he just seems like a a kid um rather than like you know david and peter mm-hmm like, like, like we talked about how similar he is to the second doctor and, you know, there's not a lot of, you don't really feel like Patrick Troughton's doctor was doing a lot of hanky panky. Like, like he just like, <laughs> doesn't really, doesn't really work. It doesn't really compute. So I think Matt's well, kind he, of in that. I put him in he, that category. He did hang out with Jamie quite a bit though. So that's all I want to say. So interesting I, stuff though, but you know what? I think River 
is a fascinating character and i hope alex decides to do her and until she's 90 you know <laughs> i think she would be fantastic no matter what i think it, it's just it's just awesome and that's the cool thing about it uh what about you guys what are your ratings for this one out of five tardises well i think i'd probably give it about a 3.5 i mean i okay it, i enjoyed it i enjoyed it overall i'm not saying it's perfect obviously uh, but it mm -hmm. was entertaining you know, it was a fun listen. I'd probably recommend it. I might say skip the last one, but uh, but the rest of them were certainly enjoyable. Especially the, the for me, Colony of Strangers and Barrister to the Stars are the ones that that I enjoyed the most. But but you know, I, I liked it. I liked the nun one too. Cool. All right, Mr. Mike. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a three. Um, uh, the. Uh... The first three stories were were pretty good, as you said, Mike. I don't know if I can put them in the four star or great category, uh, but they're solid um, uh, for what they are. Um, and then, yeah, it falls apart with Carnival of Angels. I mean, the plot and everything, and everything's a mess. And then you have that. Just, I get, I get really annoyed when I hear British actors doing American accents on British programs. I'm like, you know. I've seen British actors come over here and do English accents so well that I don't even know they're British or Australian. You know, like I just, I'm fooled. But for some reason, when I watch British television, the, the actors are like, hey, I'm American. <laughs> just like, and I'm like, well, you know, uh, maybe they're, like this? they're doing what, what, what they think the stereotype is of what a person in the UK wants to hear. Mm -hmm. Rather than a realistic accent, I mean, which I, I get think it, happens but... over here to people doing when people try to do British accents. Oh God, uh, yes, or Australian accents. I think one of the things that they said in the behind the scenes that I kind of appreciated too is they said that you know, especially with Colony of Strangers, but I think it's true of the two of the others, Abbey of Heretics and Barristers to the Stars, where they're um, the stories are kind of these down to earth mysteries. And River is putting them. And so all the other actors are kind of grounded and they're sort of they're they're dialed in at like seven or eight, like sort of normal. Um, and then River's still River. So she's dialed into 11. So she kind of stands out and adds. Energy no pun intended. To this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Carnival of Angels, on the other hand, they seem like everybody's on like 12. And it's like, no, I think I would have appreciated it more if the t everybody else was toned down, just like in the other stories. Um, and uh, and then River was the only one that seemed like she that would make her stand out even more. And it would be able I would be able to take the, the, the stories more seriously because everybody wasn't a cartoon character. Well, I right. wonder if that's because the writing was weaker and they're like desperately trying to do something with it. Well, in the behind the scenes, they're talking about like how I think the one guy says like, you know, when he's talking about the uh, the uh, I can't remember the murder guy's name, but uh, the narrator or whatever, but uh, the musician um, and uh, I know everything about him except his name. Um, but uh, it said that, like, you know, when they first heard the actor, they're like, oh, yeah, he's you know, he delivered it in such a way. And it's like, oh, in this over the top way. And I'm like that's not the way these film noir ones like they're not that's not the way that that works that's a parody you're thinking of a parody of a noir right, not an right. actual noir so dial it down buddy mm -hmm. nope exactly so 
definitely would love to hear what you guys thought at home. Please feedback at earthstationwho.com. Let us know what you guys thought about this. We definitely would love to, you know, hear from you guys about it because it's fun doing River Song. And we'll probably do at least one more before the new season of Doctor Who with the 60th anniversary coming up. So I, you know, because we've got a few other big finish we want to also explore before this. So we'll definitely be coming back to River Song because she's in our hearts, as we love to say. <laughs> so definitely would love to hear from you guys. All right. So that is going to wrap up this episode for tonight. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. And you know what? I think next time, I think we're going back down to the third Doctor era. We are going to be going to the Monster of Paladon, which is the third Doctor and Sarah Jane, which Woo-hoo. will be a ton of fun and everything. That's a, you know, Pertwee's last season. So it should be very interesting to you know, see that one. And I think I've only seen that one once. And that was a long, long time ago. So it should be cool. On behalf of myself, thank you for joining us. Mary, thank you as always. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm glad we're still listening to the River songs. I, I mean, I know they've been up and down, but overall, I've enjoyed them. Do you want to promote your stuff? You can find me at maryogle.com or on Etsy at eVision Arts. Awesome. And Mr. Mike, we made it through another one, my friend. We did. And as always, it's my pleasure. Awesome to have you guys here. And you know what? We will see you all next time on Earth Station Who. Peace and be well, everybody. Cheers. You have been listening to Earth Station Who, a bi-weekly pop culture podcast dedicated to all things Doctor Who, featuring talents from across the universe. All topics on the show are the sole opinions of the individual and are used for entertainment value alone. You can subscribe to our podcast up on iTunes, Stitcher, or follow our blog at www.esopodcast.com. You can also follow us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Google+. If you enjoyed the show, please leave feedback up on iTunes. do when your child asks what were saturday morning cartoons what were saturday morning cartoons what's wrong with you or will you handle it the right way sit down baby girl let me introduce you to my friend mark mccray join dan clink and i on the best saturdays of our lives podcast as we take a unique behind the scenes look at the history and dynamics of animation with plenty of laughs along the way the best saturdays of our lives podcast is a proud member of the eso network This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the TeePublic store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.